Hey mummers, welcome to today's episode. Today I want to be talking about virtual summits and why I believe they're the number one way to build your audience organically. Now before you switch off and think that this episode is not for you, if you are a business owner and you don't have enough people that know about you, if you create offers and try to sell your services and no one buys and you just hear crickets, if you post on social media and you get no engagement, please stay listening to this episode because I can guarantee a virtual summit will most likely change everything for you. Now, if you've been around for a while, you know I've hosted two summits this year. I am obsessed. So I hosted the Pregnant CEO Virtual Summit back in May, which was my very first one. And then I hosted the CEO Mum Summit in September. I loved everything about them. The buzz, the community, the impact, the vibe. I loved it all. I certainly have learned a lot throughout this year of hosting events like this. And there are some definite mindset challenges that come up while you're in the process of organizing these kinds of events. But when the dust settles, when the event kicks off, There is honestly nothing like them. So let's backtrack a little bit. So at the start of 2022, when I decided to start the pregnant CEO, no one knew about me. I had an email list of zero. Even my mum wasn't on there. No one. And I knew that the one thing I had to focus on for this new business was awareness, was building an audience. People had to know I existed and I needed to tell them fast. I couldn't create a freebie to post online and watch them trickle in slowly. I'm not patient enough for that. And I also needed to make money because hell, I've got bills to pay too, right? So that's why I decided to host an online event. I had seen them around and I knew that even with no audience, if I could create the platform where other the speakers could tell their audience and bring them to me and I could make this space that is so warm and so inviting and so collaborative, this beautiful place for people to come and soak up the value and the expertise that these speakers had to share. Not only was I growing my audience and being seen as the expert, but I was getting to make friends. I was getting to collaborate with people that I respected and I'd watched online for ages. And my goodness, It was incredible. So I went from an email list size of absolutely zero in April, hosted my two summits, and now I have a community of over a thousand women that are all my people, right? That are not just numbers, but they're women that resonated with my message that were either pregnant or raising their kids and they were building their business and they struggled like all of you, like I do, with time management, with mum guilt, with how do we do this and be wildly successful at both things. So now Now I get to email that group of women and check in with them and build relationships with them and offer them things when I want to serve them in different ways. Ladies, I have to tell you about something so juicy and so exciting that I have coming up. I have created a private podcast series all about how I grew my email list from zero to over 1,000 women in less than six months organically without wasting time or money. So if you're sick of showing up and feeling like no one can even hear you above the online noise, if you don't have time to create and share freebies to grow your audience slowly, if you want to be seen as the expert in your niche without waiting 10 years for that to happen, and you're tired of launching new offers and creating new sales pages all for no one to buy, this podcast series is for you. It's only five episodes long. We kick off next Monday, the 31st, and it is totally free. Head over to kyliekelly.com slash private to sign up today. And I can't wait to get this juicy content into your earbuds because it has the power to change everything for you. And I don't say that lightly. Come and join us. I hope to see you there. Head over to kyliekelly.com slash private. All right, let's jump back to the episode. 
So I'm obsessed and I want to add to this discussion as well. I'm also an introvert. So stepping out of my comfort zone takes a lot of effort for me. Showing up and meeting new people is terrifying sometimes. And yet I was able to do this. So if I was able to do this as the introvert that I am with two small little kids with a less than ideal chaotic home life, right? Like many of you, then you can do this too. So today I wanted to chat about why I decided to host virtual events over other lead generation strategies. The number one thing I've learned that makes any event exceed your expectations and how you can follow the same strategy simply and see massive results. So as I just mentioned before, I'm not a patient person. Like much of our society today, I want things yesterday. I hate waiting until I have enough money. I do have a zip pay account because I would much rather buy something and pay it off. Like many of us, I am not the most patient person. And so the idea of creating a free resource or doing some of these slow lead generation strategies that have been done for years and that do work just was not appealing to me. Plus, like I mentioned, I needed to make money. It needed to be a business. It actually needed to be profitable. So that had to be fast-tracked. Um, I had also thought about you know, advertising, paid ads. Again, I had no budget for anything like that. So I couldn't do anything like that. And I settled on the collaborations because even though I'm an introvert, I do love meeting new people. I do love building deep relationships. And I knew that as a byproduct of doing a collaborative lead generation strategy, a byproduct is making new friends. A byproduct is getting to know speakers. There are so many things that come out of an event like this. So I decided to give it all and host those two virtual events this year. And trust me, things are in the works already for the ones that I want to host next year. But the number one thing that I've learned that makes an event exceed expectations has nothing to do with tech, has nothing to do with organization, has nothing to do with what speakers you are able to invite and host, has nothing to do with probably what you expect. It has everything to do with mindset. mindset, right? I feel like mindset and all that kind of personal growth is the hardest stuff to work on. It's the stuff that doesn't come with a manual. It's the stuff that doesn't come with an easy to fix instruction book, right? It's the messy work. It's the time consuming work. It's the work that we actually have to set time aside for because if we don't, it can all come crumbling down. Now, before the second summit that I just hosted in September, I actually hadn't done much mindset work. I let my entrepreneurial spirit run away with the ideas of big numbers, of big conversion rates, of making stacks of money, of all of these things that I'd seen other people do. And I wanted them for myself, right? How easy is it for us to sit on the sidelines and watch other people do stuff and think, yeah, I can do that. Let me just say, if it's not something that resonates with you, if it's not something that you've made your own, it's not going to work the same. I can say that from my own personal experience. So I had been following these people that had made like tens of thousands of dollars, right? Through these virtual events. And I was like, yes, that will be me. I'm going to make this happen. I did all the right things. I followed exactly what they said. I got 42 speakers, which is a ton of work. Let me make sure I add here, you do not need that many speakers to have a successful summit. But I did all of this. And then the weekend before it was meant to go live, I still had a lot of work to do. I don't have a team yet. It was just me. So it was a lot of hours with that many speakers. And I was sitting down to do the work and I fell into the deepest, darkest place I have been in a while. 
if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, I had similar feelings at the start of the year when I was leaving a corporate job that I had for a short time after Samuel's maternity leave when I didn't know what I wanted to do. I went back and I got a corporate job and it was not a good fit. I was out of alignment. It felt horrible. And I was almost in like this depressive state. It was quite dark. I was not the mum I wanted to be. I was really anxious. It was horrible until I resigned and realigned myself with my purpose and what I want to do in this life. And then everything changed. This was similar. So the weekend before the summit, I got stuck in the numbers. I think I had around 500 women registered and I wanted that to be 5,000. Let me just tell you, 500 women is a great result. 500 women. Can you imagine standing in front of 500 women to give a presentation? Holy shit. That would make me terrified. But oh no, suddenly, suddenly it wasn't measuring up to this, the measuring stick that I had put against myself. No one else had done it. I placed this pressure against myself to reach these certain numbers and they weren't there and I could hardly function. Sounds ridiculous. Even saying it out loud makes me feel a little bit silly, but it's how it happened. And I'm sharing this because look, virtual events, putting yourself out there, making yourself uncomfortable, being the host for something like this can be terrifying, is scary. And you're definitely going to come up with your own mindset blocks, with your own negative talk, with things will definitely come up for you. But the number one thing that I've learned that makes it okay is focusing on the purpose, focusing on your why for the event, focusing on your reason and remembering if you change one person's life, if you impact one person's life from that event, if you make it better, isn't that worth it? I'm a big fan of Ash McDonald. She is a mindset coach, business coach, therapist, all rolled into one. And one of her podcast episodes is all about launching, is all about selling, is all about showing up regardless of the numbers, is all about the energetics work and I guess the more woo-woo work, right, that needs to go in behind the scenes that you need to do within yourself to be able to be an energetic match for big results, to be an energetic match for what your dreams are pulling you towards. She opened up about how she's had no one show up to some of her programs and how she dealt with that. And it helped me so much. I listened to that podcast episode on repeat that weekend and I actually believe it was that episode. It was her words that I could slowly play back in my head and stopped the negative talk that stopped the downward spiral that I was in and pulled me out. And I had to remember that it doesn't matter how many numbers are there. And I had to stop looking at the data. I had to stop looking at the percentages. I had to stop looking at the numbers and go, wait, does it feel good? How can I make this feel good? Will this impact people? How can I make this more impactful? What can I do to make this the best week that I could possibly make this? And thank fuck that I did that work. Thank goodness I found her podcast. Thank goodness I had that reframe because it was an incredible event. I had the best week of my life. I finished the event wanting to do another one. I made some incredible deep connections. I served my ass off. I was able to provide value that is going to help people, that's going to impact people. I had some beautiful testimonials. I had some great reviews come through. And none of that would have happened had I stopped. And funnily enough, when I was going to this deep, dark place, my husband actually said to me, why don't you just quit? Why don't you just email the speakers, say, sorry, something's come up. I'm not going to do it anymore. Refund any sales that you've made and just call it a day. And I looked at him and I'm not a quitter for one. I would never do that. I think the fear of letting someone down would probably stop me from doing that more than anything else. But at the same time, it also made me realize like, whew, yeah, this is a choice. This is a tough choice because 
not most people, but some people would do that. Some people would pull out. Some people would say this doesn't feel good and would eject, right? But how much more powerful is it when we can push through that upper limit to be the woman, to be the person we want to be, show up regardless, and look what happened. So all of that to say, so the number one thing that I learned is that you need to focus on the purpose. You need to focus on the reason. You need to remember why you're putting the event on and everything else will unfold the way it's meant to. Everything else will unfold the way it's designed to. And at the end of the event, regardless of the particular expectations that you you put on yourself to reach, your business your life, your email list, your audience will be in a better place than what it was when you began. So lastly, I wanted to leave you with this. If you are interested in hosting a simple summit, it doesn't need to be 41 speakers. It doesn't need to go for five days. You do not need an arm full of tech to be able to do it. You can use what you're using now and we can make it simple. If you are interested in growing your audience fast, if you want to get off this frustrating Ferris wheel of creating offers and no one's buying, of posting online and no one's seeing it, of sending emails that no one's opening. If you want to get off that ride, come and join me. Learn how to do a simple summit strategy and see massive results. I've actually got a free private podcast series available that you could sign up for. It just goes over five days. It's five episodes. It's going to get you started on this road. I promise you can do it. If I can do it, if the introverted me can do it, you can do it too. And it will change everything for you and your business. So head over to kyliekelly.com slash private, sign up for the private podcast, and please let me know what you thought of this episode. Like I said at the beginning of the rebrand and a few episodes ago, I want to make this real. I want to make sure that this podcast is just me speaking to you. It's not edited. It is just me sharing my thoughts with you, sharing with you what's working, what's not working, what's hard, what's easy, sharing with you my life. So if you loved this episode, please, please come and tell me. Best places in my Instagram DMs, bonus points if you send me a voice note. I love them more than life itself. If you're planning a virtual event, I wish you the most incredible experience and I cannot wait to connect with you soon. All right, bye for now. Every single week, I do my best to bring you two episodes that are going to really add value to your CEO mom journey. I pour my heart and soul into this podcast. I record, I edit, I do everything myself. So there is a really simple way that you could return the favor. If you would leave me a review, head on over to Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast and let me know how I'm doing. Leave me a few words that lets me know what content you love most, what you might like to hear in the future. I would appreciate that so very much. For the show notes and links from today, please head over to my website, kyliekelly.com slash podcast. I cannot wait to bring you more value and more juicy content to your earbuds soon. But for now, I hope you continue to have an incredible day and know that mama, you have got this shit. All right. Bye for now. Bye for now.